This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair, 36 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday, the first day of March 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We'll have sunny skies today. March not coming in like a lion at all, coming in more like a lamb. High around 70 with calm winds. Clear tonight, low of 37. Sunny and 74 on Wednesday. Wednesday night's low 41 and sunny and 73 on Thursday. Now we've got rain chances returning on Saturday and looks like they'll be with us for the remainder of our seven-day outlook. Right now, it's fair and 36 at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day, Shauna Green with Conway County 911. Now you know on the first day of the month, we take all of the previous month's employee of the day winners and draw out an Employee of the Month for another prize package. So let's congratulate our February Employee of the Month, Barb Leggett, with Conway County District Court. Obituaries this morning. Frank June Bernard Fusheris Jr., age 94, of Moralton, died on Friday, February 25th. He was a lifetime member of Sacred Heart Catholic Church, a farmer and previous owner of Sierra Tavern and Mini Storage. Survivors include his wife, Patricia Fusheris, one stepdaughter, Carrie Williams of Maumel, one stepson, Kendall Hampton of Dover, one brother, two step-grandsons, one step-great-grandson, and numerous nieces and nephews. A rosary service and visitation will be held tonight at Bob Newell and Sons Chapel from 6 to 8 with Father Jack Harris officiating. A private graveside service will be held at a later date. Arrangements are by Bob Newell and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Marion Hogue, age 79, of Moralton, died Sunday, February 27th. He was of the Baptist faith and is survived by his wife, Beth Payne Hogue of Moralton, stepson John Robert McCown of Russellville, and son Chris Hogue of Little Rock. Visitation will be Wednesday, March 2nd, 10 to 11 a.m. at Harris Funeral Home, with graveside service at 2 o'clock at Wolf Cemetery, with Brother Mike Atkinson officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. George Wayne Moore, age 62, of Mayflower, died Saturday, February 26th. Visitation is Wednesday, March 2nd, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Harris Chapel. Arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Mona Jean Thomas, age 71, of Jerusalem, died Friday, February 25th. Memorial service will be this morning at 11 at the Limley Chapel with Brother Ken Gibson officiating. Private burial will be at Cedar Creek Cemetery by Limley Funeral Service of Atkins. Robert Earl Wallace, age 79, of Moralton, died February 21st. The body will lie in repose today from 10 till 10.50 a.m. at Hopewell Presbyterian Church in Saugahatchee. Celebration of life will be held at 11 o'clock at the church. Arrangements are by Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors of Moralton. 7.34, let's turn to news this morning. A Monday morning accident on Interstate 40 in Conway County led to some of the worst traffic problems the city of Moralton has ever experienced. The accident occurred around 5.30 a.m. in the westbound lanes near the 102-mile marker near Blackwell and involved three semi-trucks. Multiple agencies responded to the scene and worked several hours cleaning up the wreckage. For most of the day, Westbound interstate traffic was rerouted onto Highway 64 at Moralton, causing major traffic congestion and delays, particularly through downtown. 
approximately nine hours after the accident, the scene was finally cleared and I-40 was reopened. One of the drivers involved in the accident had to be airlifted to a Little Rock hospital, though injuries are believed to be non-life-threatening. 735, fair and 36 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 70 with sunshine. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, fair and 36 degrees at the KVOM studios. The City of Moralton's contract for trash collection services transfers to a new company today. Trash Hog of Arkansas is taking over that service from Waste Management after being awarded the bid by the City Council last year. The transition has brought a bit of confusion to residents as new trash and recycle carts have been delivered to homes and businesses throughout the city, but the old waste management containers have not yet been collected. Trash Hogs Dwight Dykus explains the removal of those old containers will take place on your next scheduled trash and recycle collection date beginning today. I've been in communication with waste management. They have a contractor that's going to trail behind the truck and pick up the old waste management trash carts. And they will do that Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then on Friday, they'll trail behind the recycling truck and pick up the recycling carts. And then Monday, they'll go over again. They'll trail behind on Monday, pick up the uh, old waste management carts. And then on Friday of next week, they'll pick up the last remaining recycle carts on the every other week service. Dykus says you should continue to use the waste management carts until they've been collected and then begin using the new trash hog carts. That process should be completed by the end of next week, even if you forget to bring your cart to the street on your scheduled collection day. As they go through and pick up the recycle carts, they'll also be looking again for those trash carts. But, you know, they really need those to be empty for them to stack them in and haul them off and uh, to be reused and recycled. So that, that will be a second sweep, but we're trying to get everything we, they can, okay, behind our trucks starting Tuesday. Dykus adds that your trash and recycle collection days will remain the same as they were under waste management. Dykus says Trash Hog has opened a local service office at Adams Office Center in downtown Moralton, while the company builds a new permanent office near the site of the former Wayne Smith Trucking Facility on Highway 64. If you have any questions or problems with the changeover, you can reach the office by calling the number printed on the cart, 501-215-4172. Severe Weather Awareness Week continues today with a focus on lightning and the dangers it can cause. Lightning is a hazard in all thunderstorms, whether they're severe or not. In the last 30 years, lightning was the third deadliest thunderstorm hazard behind flash floods and tornadoes. There are an average of 45 to 50 fatalities a year due to lightning across the country. Officials say most lightning deaths and injuries occur in the summer when people are outdoors. Dennis Cavanaugh with the National Weather Service in Little Rock reminds us that all thunderstorms produce lightning, and it only takes one strike to hurt or kill a person. He says the best advice for staying safe is to get to a closed shelter when a storm is approaching. 
Uh, it's pretty much that simple. Get to a shelter where you're covered all around you, and even if your shelter gets struck, that, that lightning will you know affect the things around you and not you directly. So if you're out in a storm, just even sit in your car until the storm passes. And, and the big thing is, especially if you're out uh, you know, at a kid's sporting event, take your kid off the field while the storm moves by. Uh, even if it delays the game for 30 minutes, it's uh, certainly not worth the risk uh, just to keep playing during a thunderstorm. Lightning can strike as much as 10 miles away from a thunderstorm cloud, so it should come as no surprise that most lightning deaths occur as a thunderstorm is approaching or moving away and not necessarily overhead. The Weather Service adds that if a person is struck by lightning, that person's body will not retain any electrical charge. Thus, the injured person can and should be cared for immediately. The process of restoring the Toad Suck Ferry is underway. The city of Conway posted pictures on social media Monday of employees of Browning's Welding who are working to bring the ferry back to its former glory. The ferry operated on the Arkansas River at the Lock and Dam from 1956 until 1972, transporting passengers across the river from Faulkner County to Perry County. The 20-foot-wide, 60-foot-long steel ferry was replaced by the Highway 60 Bridge, and the ferry was moved to North Arkansas. It was returned to Faulkner County in October of 2020. The number of active cases of coronavirus being reported locally declined again Monday. The Arkansas Department of Health reports the number of active cases in Conway County dropped by 8 to 69, with just one new case reported for the day. No new cases were reported in Perry County, and the number of active cases declined by 7 to 22. The state's active case count declined by 730 for the day to just over 5,300. Hospitalizations declined by 10 but 27 additional deaths were recorded in Arkansas on Monday. 741, let's check our market report. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, markets were mixed at the close on Monday as the Russian-Ukrainian conflict intensifies. Bond yields are lower as investors shift to safe haven assets like U.S. Treasuries. On the international front, European shares opened sharply lower with investor sentiment reflecting concerns over the impact to the European economy given the dependence on Russian oil and gas exports. The price of oil was up more than 4% today, now trading around $96 a barrel. The Russian ruble fell after news that Russian banks are being cut off from the SWIFT system and that sanctions are being imposed on the Russian central bank's foreign reserves, limiting Russia's ability to transact globally and support its currency. The Dow closed at 33,892, down 166 points. NASDAQ closed at 13,751, up 56 points. Volume was heavy as 1.7 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down 22 cents at $23.69. Bank of America was down 82 cents at $44.20. Centerpoint Energy was down 3 cents at $27.35. Deering Company was up $13.04 at $360.02. Energy Corporation was down 37 cents at $105.21. Under Armour was up 6 cents at $15.63. Simmons Bank was down 9 cents at $28.52. Regions Financial was down 10 cents at $24.19. Southwestern Energy was up 3 cents at $4.99. Tyson Foods was down 25 cents at $92.66. Walmart was down $1.22 at $135.16. 
Live Ramp was up $0.75 cents at $43.16. Interpublic Group was down $0.39 cents at $36.80. NextEra Energy was up $1.53 at $78.27. Natural Gas was down $0.07 cents at $4.39. Precious Metals were higher. Gold was up $22.70 at $1,910.30. Silver was up $0.49 cents at $24.51. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Deborah Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, the election for directors on the Perry County Conservation District Board will be held today from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Perry County Conservation Office in Perryville. Any registered voter who owns land and resides in the district is eligible to vote. For more information, call 501-889-2715. The party filing period for the May preferential primary, nonpartisan judicial general, and annual school elections ends today at noon. In Conway County, the Democratic and Republican parties are set up on the first floor of the courthouse in Moralton. Candidates will file with their respective party first, then bring all paperwork to the county clerk's office to complete the process. School board candidates will turn in petitions to the county clerk's office directly. The UACCM Board of Directors meets today at noon in the Fine Arts Gallery. The Perry County Extension Service is offering a series of beginning farmer classes via Zoom. A class on planning your sustainable farm business will be held at 6 tonight. The cost is $10. Registration is available online at farmandfoodsystem.uada.edu slash classes. Moralton Parks and Recreation has extended registration for its spring youth baseball and softball season through Wednesday. Leagues are available for boys and girls aged 3 through 15. Registration is $65 for one child and $55 for each additional sibling. Registration can be completed at the community center and a copy of the child's birth certificate is required. For more information, call Lauren Brown at 354-4122. And Hospice Home Care of Conway, which serves clients in Conway, Perry, Pope, Faulkner, Van Buren, and Klebert counties, is conducting a community food drive through March 15th. Donations may be made by calling Carol at 501-472-8148. There will also be a community food drive sack lunch at Harps in Perryville Thursday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. This time of year, especially, we hear a lot from folks who've discovered the KVOM app. They find it's a great way to keep up with our local high school basketball teams and all the games that we're covering. Well, our app is also one of the many places where you can find the KVOM Newswatch podcast published each weekday. It's available wherever you subscribe to podcasts or on the free KVOM mobile app. Tap Featured and Podcasts and listen to Newswatch whenever it's convenient for you. Our weekday Newswatch podcast is brought to you by Pettyjean State Bank. Coming up on 747, coming up shortly, we'll have our monthly visit with Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart. Up next, Eric Tyler joins us with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town 
always in touch. Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, Villains News, Wildcat Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Junior Sam Reynolds had 31 points and 9 rebounds, and senior Caleb Squires followed his 51-point performance Sunday with 24 points and 11 boards to lead Wonderview's senior boys basketball team to the 1-8 Region 3 championship with a convincing 80-46 win over Clarendon on Monday night at Guy Perkins High School. With that win, the Daredevils improved their record to 34-2 and and take a number one seed into this week's Class 1A state tournament in Marlton. The Daredevils will play their first round game of that tournament on Thursday at 8.30 p.m. against Dermont. Sega Hearts girls finish as Region 3 runners-up after a 66-36 loss to Mount Vernon Nola in their championship game on Monday. Senior Riley Oliver scored 14 points for the Lady Knights, who will enter the state tournament with a record of 17-13. As a number two seed from Region 3, Sega Hart will play in the first round of the state tournament on Friday at 4 p.m. against Dermont. In Monday's third-place girls game, Wonderview overcame a nine-point deficit at the start of the fourth quarter to beat Nemo Vista 40-36. Sophomore Riley Gottsponer led the Lady Daredevils with 11 points. Junior Abby Baker had eight points and eight rebounds as Wonderview improves its record to 24-11. and The Lady Redhawks were led by Junior K.K. Garris with 15 points. Wonderview will play its first state tournament game on Friday at 7 p.m. against Bradley. Nemo Vista will play Friday at 1 p.m. against Kirby. In the boys' third-place game, Nemo Vista got 22 points and 11 rebounds from junior Patrick Perry but lost to Guy Perkins 79-61. Senior Cordell Sims had 11 points, and senior Minnesota scored 10 for the Redhawks, who dropped their record to 17-16. Redhawks will open state tournament play on Friday at 2.30 p.m. against Bradley. Bigelow's girls will play for the Class 2A Central Region title tonight after beating Quitman 57-41 in the semifinals on Monday. Lady Panthers face Melbourne at 7 p.m. in the championship game at White County Central High School. After having Monday's game against Lamar canceled, the Marlton High School baseball team hopes to open its season today with a game at Clarksville at 4.30. Marlton High School soccer teams are scheduled to open their season tonight with games at Little Rock Southwest. Girls play at 5 p.m. followed by the boys. Marlton's Maddox Long allowed just one run on three hits and one walk with three strikeouts over six innings for the Harding University baseball team, but took the loss as Bison fell to southeastern Oklahoma 2-0 in the first game of a doubleheader on Monday. Another former Double Dog baseball standout, Jaron Hill, had a double and an RBI for Oklahoma Christian in a 13-8 loss to Texas A&M International in the second game of their doubleheader on Monday. University of Arkansas softball team split a doubleheader with Louisville on Monday in Fayetteville. The Razorbacks are now 9-4 in the season. They'll host Missouri State on Thursday. And the University of Central Arkansas men's basketball team opens a Sun Conference tournament play tonight with a game at home against Stetson at 6 p.m. You can hear the broadcast of that game uh, live on our sister station, 92.7 Jack FM. 7.51 now in KVOM as we look at weather on this Tuesday, current conditions, we've got humidity right now at 93% with calm winds, barometric pressure 30.2 inches. Low temperature this morning, 31 degrees. High yesterday was 64. A year ago today, the low was 41 with a high of 56. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM, total for the year 9.82 inches. Our sunset this evening is at 6.06, sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.40. And a weather forecast calling for sunny skies today with an afternoon high near 70 degrees. Going to have nice weather 
all week before a chance of rain this weekend. But clear tonight, low around 37. Sunny in mid-70s both Wednesday and Thursday. A few more clouds Friday, but high temperature still should reach the lower 70s. Right now, we've got fair skies, 37 degrees in Royalton at 752 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 755 now in KVOM, and we are joined on a close-up interview this morning by Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart. It is good to have you in this morning. You bet. Good to be here. Uh, Sun shining. I love it. Yeah, beautiful. Going to warm up. Yeah. Hopefully not, no more ice. Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we're, hopefully we're done with all that. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, yeah, how did uh, county roads and everything come out last Whew, Well, I'll put beating, it this way. They well, they took a pretty good little beating, and the main thing we got into is nobody will ever know how close we came. Uh, I came in office in 2001 under a major ice storm, oh, yeah. and we were within about a tenth an inch of having a really bad day. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got uh, – I've never seen it thunder, lightning, and uh, I've never seen sleet that big, yeah. what I call icing. And uh, we're out there now trying to get some vegetation, not large vegetation, but lots of vegetation. Those younger trees that were tall and spindly, they, they, they kissed our highways quite a, yeah. quite badly. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. All right. But, uh, yeah, like I said, hopefully, hopefully that's behind us. And, yes. And uh, some nice weather moving forward. You bet. So, uh, but, yeah, you did have a busy quorum court meeting last night. Had a, had a busy quorum court meeting. I want to do this real first, the first thing. Cause I had the pleasure yesterday of going to Sacred Heart, eighth grade mm-hmm. class, Mr. Tyler's eighth grade history yeah. class. Uh, shout out to eighth graders and Mr. Tyler. I thoroughly enjoyed that. We talked a little bit about local government and local legislative bodies and uh, elected officials' positions and uh, really did enjoy those guys. It was really interesting, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I know. He, uh, he liked having you in there. So <laughs> you bet. Good you are able to do that. Uh, but on the court, court of course, uh, salary adjustments, I guess, was salary, uh, the big thing. A lot here, uh, so. The first thing we actually dealt with, yes, well, set that, that come number two, but we hadn't done an adjustment. Actually, I'm going to say two to three years. It's been a while. And had gotten some stuff out of alignment. So last night, uh, they actually changed the, 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 the three ordinances we had. One of them's for road, one of them is for 911, and one of them is pretty much for general and uh, sh- sheriff's office, too. They made some adjustments uh, uh, far as the starting salaries uh, and actually had an appropriation ordinance where there was some other adjustments for over the years that some, some uh, salaries had gotten out of a somewhat out of alignment. And uh, they fixed some of that last night. And as I tell everybody, you know, they're not done. The hood's still up. They're still looking, trying to figure out because, you know, what we really deal with, um, you know, we're losing some folks, some really good folks, and we don't like to lose good folks, especially when we've invested money in them to other entities. Uh, And so we're going to be looking, uh, as you well know, I guess COVID-related, and we've got a lot of, uh, as they say right now, it seems to be we've got a lot of uh, our competitors are adjusting salaries and doing things, and uh, we're going to try to be consistent and stay with that and be competitive because we, uh, we've we got a good group of people and we want to keep them. Okay. Yep, absolutely. So starting 
Starting salaries adjusted for all those. Yes, and they, like I said, they have, there were some there's some people over the years that have missed out on pay raises, and they were just what I call a starting person starting. Well, in some cases, was making more than the person's been there a period of time. And it was just we had to lift that hood up. The quorum court did take a hard look at it, and like I said, the process has started to make those adjustments, and uh, there's more to come. Yep. And I know uh, they also did uh, approve more premium pay as well. They did approve some more premium pay for our folks. And, you know, that's kind of, as they say, helped us uh, leave some of that. But you've got to realize this. You know, we're not the only ones doing premium pay. Everybody else is, actually yeah. has made some significant salary increases and also done uh, premium pay on top of that. So, uh, you know, we're in a... We're in a position, and I, I say this, I don't. I say it because it's happened, obviously. Uh, good people's hard to come by. People maybe before weren't employable, now probably are employable because there is definitely a people shortage out there in the marketplace and everywhere you go. Uh, when you drive up and down the freeway and you see a sign on a, a solid mechanic shop that says, we're looking for mechanics, you know, you're <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a that's a kind of a tough situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And everybody's dealing with the same thing, as like I said, Finding and retaining good help. Yep, for sure. Uh, how much was that premium pay per employee? Premium pay was $2,600. per employee. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. And, uh, of course, did a few other things as well. Purchase. Yeah, we uh, we took and Quorum Court approved to purchase. We were in a position. We've got a uh, trichol that's got, uh, well, <laughs> somewhere around fourteen, fifteen thousand 15000 And we are fixing to get to spend a bunch of money. Are we? And we actually went out there and sourced us another. I call it new to us, but it's a good used uh, track hole. And we uh, they approved us to borrow some money from Paging State Bank to purchase a track hole. And we also approved the purchase of a, I think it was a, I'm going to say it's hope I'm right, a tanker truck. St. Vincent had to borrow some money from the bank also. And they approved purchases, you know, the borrowing of the money so we could make the purchase. And then after that, there were the appropriation ordinances that appropriated the monies to do that. Sure. Okay. All right, so a lot of uh, important stuff. Also, appointment to the library board, was that made Yes, we night? took, and uh, Mr. Taylor took and resigned, stepped off. Joel Taylor stepped off of it, and Jonathan Kelly, they, they recommend he be appointed to the library board, and we also done that. We, um, we also, at the tail end, we've reviewed our 2020, I hope I'm saying this right, I get them mixed up, 2020 audit, legislative audit, and I got a clean audit. Everything was good there, and... Uh, you know, the main focus, obviously, last night was, was on personnel. And I think you're going to continue to see a, a corn court take a, you know, taking a hard look at that, trying to, what I call, do the right thing and be competitive with our neighbors. Yeah. And, the uh, of course, budget and personnel committees met prior to that. And so, yes. So still still yes. have some more stuff to. Oh, yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they met for a start at 4 o'clock. And uh, at 5.15, we shut it down and said we're going to, and they, they're going to schedule, I believe, uh, I want to say it's the 14th. I think I'm saying that right. Stay tuned, but it'll be announced. But another personnel, governmental, joint budget and finance meeting to continue the process of what they've started. Okay. All right. And uh, also, uh, I guess you want to get a plug for tomorrow, Governor? Yes, Governor's coming tomorrow, UACCM, if you really want to. And it's it's for all of our civic clubs. But uh, I'm going to say this. I think if you, uh, and I say this, I may be speaking out of turn, but if you want, would like to attend, uh, be a good, you might want to give uh, Stephanie Chamber office a call and let her know that you're planning mm-hmm. or would like to yep. and get her get her blessing. Okay. Yep. So uh, Hopefully we're going to have a good crowd, and I really think with the governor coming, I think we will. Yep. 
sure. So it's oh, going to yeah. be an interesting day, and I think it's kind of, you know, I think the governor, he does a really good job, and he's, you know, he, he's going to, I think, open up and probably, like the rest of them, probably say, anybody got any questions, so that would be a good venue to do it. Sure. All right. Very good. Jake, anything else for us this morning? Just uh, hope I hope the weather continues on and we're done with winter and spring comes in here and it's nice and quiet and the birds sing and the grass is green and things go just lovely. Sounds good to me. Me too. All right. Judge Jimmy Hart joining us this morning. Thank you so much. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.